0: So yeah, it's not something that people think of a pastor liking or wanting to watch, you know, some kind of blood sport. But right, yeah, I, I, it's a guilty pleasure.
1: Speaking of which, that movie Bloodsport, I also like that one a lot too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. no
0: okay, okay, yeah, and that's not and a kickboxer. C- c- and, yeah, exactly. and, and pretty much any Von Damme movie is garbage. This is the Hopper Podcast. I'm William, and I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. William is a hospice chaplain. We've been friends for over 20 years. For that amount of time, we've been having thoughtful,
1: passionate, hospitable conversations about what is good and right and beautiful in the world.
0: Each week, we pull an idea out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. If you had adopted an African-American kid Mm -hmm. and you had people in your extended family that referred to that kid with the Mm. N-word, how would you handle that?
1: That uh, is not too far... I don't have an African-American kid, but Mm -hmm. you know that I have African-American brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. who were adopted. And when my parents adopted um, uh, my brother Carl, who's African-American, the first adoption that they had, um, my grandmother, our grandmother, did not count him among grandchildren for quite a while, and so I don't think she used the n word, but it's yeah. So that is really similar. Like that hits home to my family. Yeah. yeah. How would I deal with that? Actually, so what happened? Let me. I'll tell you what happened. Is that my so my my grandmother lived downstairs in a downstairs apartment, basically from where my parents lived and where I lived, and uh, and so he so my little brother Carl um, was. They're in the house with her, and he, she was fine with my parents taking care of this little baby, but didn't really acknowledge that he had her name.
0: Hmm.
1: And until she got to know him, and he was really cute, and he... Uh, he was a human after all. He's a human, and yeah. he grew, and he developed, and he was funny, and he had emotions, and he, he, was a, he was a Sofield. He is a Sofield. Yeah. And he looked different, but he's a Sofield. And she didn't have a problem with adoption because
0: she had adopted kids. She had adopted white kids. Right. Yeah. See, to me, that's a success, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, what, What a lot of people probably thought, maybe some of the listeners when I said that, was confront... Um, refuse to meet with, talk to, oh my goodness, excommunicate, yeah, um, because they either need to, you know, because because that's that's offensive. Sure, it is. I mean, you, that's something you could throw down over, like you, especially yeah. you, you adopt this is your child, yeah, and they're disrespecting your child in that way, right, and disrespecting you, and mm-hmm. um, it, that's so offensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I can understand someone drawing a line mm-hmm. and say no. Uh, you're not going to say that again or we're, we're never going to see you or, right? or we're done with you now. Right. Um, but I think that people need to grow Mm-hmm. and that is painful. I think the kingdom of God does not advance without suffering. Yes. And that is hard. And so th- it was your parents who tolerated this. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they did a really well, a good job. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and that's how attitudes and things, that's how we come together. Yes, and that's crossing that line, right? That's this right. this is a very clear line. Oh yeah, yeah. And I th- and I think had that happen to me because it, it was on our mind, it was on our radar. We we thought about adopting and, and adopting across races and things like we that. We
1: thought that our son, when we w- w- you know when he came to us, we had his name. Yeah, and uh, we'll have to tell the story. Maybe we'll have my wife want to tell the story. It's really her story, but like we knew this is our son before we ever saw him. We just had his name. Uh-huh this is him, and we thought he was African American, yeah, and then we saw a picture of him he's lily white, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: anyway, yeah, yeah so I mean we we've yeah. considered us what, too, Yeah, because mm-hmm. extended family members would use that word yeah and um, and you know that what do we do when this mm. when this occurs mm-hmm. um and uh and, and how do we cultivate growth mm-hmm. there's a clear line we don't use that word, we don't like that word yeah. we're we're opposed to. To the what's happened to African Americans in this country, and I'm, you know, we don't like the word "woke" because I don't even know what it means. But um, it, it, at some point, initially when I heard it, I understood the concept and liked it. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I first heard the term "Black Lives Matter," mm-hmm. I thought, "Oh, well, this is good because this is capturing, of course, what the problem is yeah. is that there are, there are people out there who think they don't matter." Or, mm-hmm. or they don't matter as much. As much, yeah, yeah, and and Black Lives Matter too yes, is what they they're do. saying. That's and, right. And then, of course, it, it becomes an institution, and there's criticism about the the Marxist tendencies or right, whatever. Right, right. I don't even know, right? I I don't know. Um, so then I have to be more careful. Mm-hmm. But when it first came out, and when the, the idea of being woke first came out, I said, "Oh, this is this yeah, is those good. are good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we need to wake up to see th- what's going on. Yes. Um, and so there are lines, but that the only way you're going to Effect change is not by barking, yelling, screaming, canceling people out, not listening to them at a at a, a talk at your school mm-hmm. I think it, you have to engage you have to endure and suffer through mm-hmm. the affronts, yes, and try to dialogue, and I guess there's a place where you call the dogs and you say, that's it, you know I, I guess that's true, um, but in your family, it was a, su- a success story,
1: yeah, it was, and I think that some of that has to do in in that particular case. Um, When you're adopting a child who's um, a a white family adopting a black child, um, I think uh, to the degree that you're in close relationship with someone, you can tolerate more or you should tolerate more. Hmm. Um, But if it's a casual relationship um, that's easier to cut off, it's it's probably better to cut that off. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We all have limitations. We need they're very real. We need to work with those.
1: Well, because it it takes a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. And I'm not gonna I don't need to sacrifice that much for for my grandmother who lives in in the house, yeah, we're gonna sacrifice a lot. Um but for somebody that we see at our large church every so often, like, no, not gonna do that.
0: Right. Oh. Yeah, so uh, things that I love to post on social media, there's a guy that, that I've posted his story twice. It's a black man who has befriended uh, people from the KKK, mm-hmm. even Grand Wizards. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then from that friendship, people have left the Klan, have yeah, denied their right. racism. He's has got like 200 and some people he's done this with yeah and to me that is heroic- mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people they're too angry or too hurt to do that kind of work, and mm-hmm. I understand that, and I appreciate that- mm-hmm. but this guy to me is like the real deal yeah he is he is affecting real change yes, yes. and 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 as the one who's been oppressed um going to the oppressor and yeah. affecting that change to me it it's it truly is heroic,
1: absolutely that's what I think the concept is is called redemptive suffering hmm it's voluntary uh, what's the what's the phrase voluntary substitutionary suffering wow voluntary substitutionary mm. suffering where i volunteer to sacrifice myself so that you can be free
0: that's redemptive yeah. suffering which is really the concept historically of missions Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to suffer to, expend, to extend, expand the kingdom. To expand and, the kingdom. And, yeah. of course,
1: that's what Jesus did for us mm-hmm. in, in redemption. He did it in an ultimate way, but he calls us, calls us to do that for other people now. Right. To do that for our children, right, voluntary substitutionary suffering. And he calls us to do it. it so here's this uh, black man who is um, voluntarily... Substituting his own suffering so that someone else could go free.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. I, I should look up the post, and we can talk about it sometime. I can. Like, yeah, that read.
1: sounds good. Yeah, and there's a lot more to talk about with with uh, redemptive suffering too. Yeah, for sure. There's something special about it.
0: Yeah, it's. I guess it's um, to varying degrees. I, we have to say that it should be for everyone. Mm-hmm. We can't say it's not for everyone, right? It should be for everyone, but it's going to be in varying degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, what they can tolerate, what they can handle, what kind of scenario, depending on mm-hmm. their own limitations and what kind of abuses they've suffered. Sure. Um, there are people that I know I I, I don't I, I wouldn't do that for.
1: Oh, sure. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, and and that's uh, <laughs> right <laughs> now, and part of it is to grow. I mean, none of us are going to become completely Christ-like, mm-hmm. but but like every act of forgiveness is redemptive suffering. It is yeah. voluntary. You have to absorb that. That's sin. Right. Yeah. And you have to choose to do it, and not to take it out on the other person. Anyway, that's a that's a yeah. topic for the hopper. Um, just because it's, it's here and let's do it. And we need to, it, uh, guilty pleasure movies,
0: something movies that
1: you realize are not good, but you just love to watch it anyway.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Like almost embarrassed to watch, like, okay. For me, Rocky four, for sure. <laughs> Is that with the Russian, the Russian? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's no question. It's a horrible movie. Yeah. Uh, but oh my gosh, I love it. I've watched it so many times. What do you it's love just about so, it? It's so inspired. It is cheesy. It uh-huh. is inspiring. It is. Uh, I don't know. It. Um, it's. It. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to describe. It. It is. It's the way it makes me feel. And it's interesting with Rocky that the the first movie won Best Picture. The original Rocky won Best. I don't know if you do. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a. The first one is like a legit really great film yeah and then and it went downhill it went downhill <laughs> the second one is not nearly as good but still a decent film the third one when he fights Mr. T yeah okay now we're starting to really like this is getting cheesy. really pity. come the on fool. now yeah, uh, yeah. And in the fourth one, it's just nothing yeah. but. I must break you. Yeah, it's cliches, and it's—I uh-huh. like, I mean, it's easy for me to make fun of, and yet I'm going to watch it again, because <laughs> there's—and uh, I, I like the first, I like all, you know, all four of those movies, um, but for very different
0: reasons. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I—I'm having a hard time thinking of one. I can think of movies that I like, um, but I'm not. Too embarrassed of them. Okay. Um, but they're odd. They're a little more like cult classic. Kind okay, of. tell me. Uh, um, stealing Home.
1: I have no idea what that is. Yeah,
0: was. so you, you haven't even heard of it. No. Uh, Mark Harmon, okay. Jodie Foster. Okay. Um, I like it because something about it moves me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's emotive in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dealing with suicide. Okay. Um, but it's also humorous. Okay. Most people don't know this movie, haven't heard of it, or if they watch it, they think, "What? Why? Why is this a movie you like?" Um, But that's the reason it speaks to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can think of other guilty pleasures like MMA. Oh, do you like watching MMA? I like MMA. Do you? Okay, I do. And what I used to like it a lot more when it was less regulated. Ah, see, now they got weight classes. They keep breaking the weight classes smaller, 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 so that the the competition is is tighter.
1: You can have more champions that way.
0: Well, yeah, you have more champions, more belts. Um and I used to like it when it was a little bit more of a free for all. Uh-huh. And they had fewer rules. Uh and of course the the whole experiment was which of these forms of martial arts is uh-huh. the best. Right. And it it really came down to being a great striker or being a great uh jiu okay. technician. Mm-hmm. And so you mix the martial arts, you know, you practice yeah. all the, the the best things that work for and so, I, I the whole concept to me is interesting because I, I liked martial arts. I took karate, and yeah. um, you know, my I had a friend who took taekwondo, another friend who took kung fu, and uh, another friend who took muay thai, another friend uh, kido, and we get together and spar. Wow, okay. Yeah, and and um, what's what's practical? Mm-hmm. But, you know, kido is a, is a martial art that is a, is a wartime martial art. Okay. Um, but in a fight, it's not as practical. Hmm. You're talking about someone rushing you with a sword. I see you know uh, that's that's going to be different than you're, you're in a street fight oh sure yeah yeah um, so yeah the, I like MMA and of course people get bludgeoned and there's blood and um, people get injured they get yeah. knocked out and yeah. it, it can be upsetting and mm-hmm. um, so it's kind of a guilty pleasure yeah um, but it, like I said it's getting more and more uh, it, it's it's easier to watch now for, for everyone else I see it's, yeah. and so it's less interesting for me okay <laughs> <laughs> I have less guilt watching it, and less excitement, and less pleasure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Did you have favorite fighters? Um, yeah, I mean, there were there were a variety of personalities, you know, from the very beginning. Yeah, and um, and I've I've always liked watching certain matchups, you know, and see okay, this guy's a brawler, this guy's more of a technician. The, yeah, he likes to submit people, and right. Um, so yeah, it's not something that people think of a pastor liking or. Wanting to watch, you know, some kind of blood sport, but right, yeah, I, I, it's a guilty pleasure.
1: Speaking of which, that movie Bloodsport, I also like that one a lot too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Not,
0: okay, okay,
1: yeah, and that's and not a kickboxer. G- and, yeah, exactly. and, and pretty much
0: any Van Dam movie is garbage.
1: It's horrible, and this one's also really bad. The but acting it's, is it's atrocious. Fun to watch. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I've watched some other Van Dam movies. Not that they don't do the same thing. The yeah, bloodsport. Did sport you watch does. Kickboxer? I think so. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. 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 But Bloodsport, like that. I yeah, think, yeah. I saw that one. That was one of the first ones that I saw that was like really intense like that. And I mm-hmm. think maybe it just stuck in my mind, in yeah. my heart. Yeah.
0: It's interesting. I I remember movies that were I think would have been Guilty Pleasures that okay. I saw back in maybe high school. Yeah. And then I watched them again years later, and I thought, this is so dumb. Okay. Uh, Footloose was a big movie when I was in yeah. middle school or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. I watched it again, the original, uh-huh. and it was horrible. yeah. It was so stupid. Yeah. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando. When I was in high school, yeah. eighth grade or whatever, yeah. I, I thought this was great. Yeah. You watch it, it is so dumb. Yeah. The one-liners, the uh-huh. whole the whole uh-huh. storyline is just terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But uh, are there any movies that you remember really loving in, in eighth grade that you go back and watch and say, oh, this is really a good movie?
1: Hmm. Uh, that's a good question. One okay. Here's another one that I that is exactly that, but I don't think anyone else thinks it's a good movie. And I still okay. And that's Popeye. The Popeye. Robin Williams. Robin Williams' oh, first okay, movie. This. Okay. Robin Williams' first movie. He's uh-huh. really young. He's still doing Mork and Mindy. He's he's high as a kite yeah. the entire time, apparently. But yeah, I. I love that movie, and I did when I was young, and I still like it a lot.
0: Okay, yeah, that's think a I've good ever one. Seen it. Yeah. Well, what about food? You have guilty pleasures with food. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look <laughs> at me—you're
1: <laughs> you're thick and greasy, man. Uh, yeah, fast food. I mean, just any fast food, really. Mm-hmm. Is French fries and grease. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so when I lived in Philadelphia, there was a, a pizza place, and they had Stromboli. Yeah, and there's something about Stromboli in the Northeast. Mm -hmm. Something about the bread. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, It it was phenomenal. Yeah, and and I got the pepperoni. Yeah, and it was so packed with pepperoni. Mm -hmm. And I cut into it, the orange grease would run all over the plate and tray. You know, you're thinking this is going straight into my arteries. Yeah, right. I'm gonna die if I keep eating this, but yes. it's so good. Yeah, and I dip it in the sauce mm-hmm. and all the cheese melted on oh, it was man. it was phenomenal. I'm starting to get hungry. Yeah, shout out to Mike Coco. <laughs> yeah, the, where where you got strong? Michael beliefs. Coco. Yeah, he's a, a friend of mine up there in in, uh, in Pennsylvania, right outside of West Philadelphia, and all the little townships, and uh, Primos and Alden and uh, yeah, we go up there and.
1: Now speaking of pizza,
0: yeah. worst pizza ever is the St. Louis style. Yeah, I agree. St. Louis style pizza is
1: garbage. It's like crackers, right? Yeah, it's Emo's pizza. Yeah, it's on every
0: every corner. Yeah, the,
1: the crust is like a saltine cracker.
0: Yeah, I didn't like it. It's mm. this Some nasty, people love it.
1: it only people who grew up with it. Yeah, only people who grew up it's with
0: a nostalgia it. Nostalgia about St. Louis. Yeah,
1: it tastes awful. It's almost. Yeah. It's hard for me to even call it pizza.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could. I, I'm telling you, I could. I was addicted to those Strombolis up there. I'll bet. I think I had to move away to, to save my soul. Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. What did we miss? What did we get wrong? Email us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to tell Willie about how his voice sounds like Bertha's belly rumble, yeah, you can email me at i don't think so at dot com. Join us next week for the Hopper Podcast when we'll talk about feeding children fancy feast and telling them
1: it's
0: (laughs) (laughs) are you serious well if you got a better idea for the hopper topic record a short voice memo on your phone and send it to the hopper podcast at gmail.com and you might hear your voice on a future episode do you know anyone else who would enjoy the hopper podcast tell them about it and give us a five star review on apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app that helps others find the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is produced with the help of the BBC, the Bull Butter Corn Dogs.